G'day countrymen, welcome to Phoenix Rising, the Alec Dumaji Chronicles. I'm Alec Dumaji, enjoy the show. I'm a rambler, honey, I got traveling in my blood. Welcome to Phoenix Rising, I'm Alec Dumaji and this is the Alec Dumaji Chronicles. Right now we're about to get a very special guest on the show from across the ocean, way over there on Turtle Island. From Rosebud Reservation in South Dakota, the U.S. of A., we've got Mary Jane Boneshirt. Mary Jane is a niece of mine. She's uh, from the Redbird and Boneshirt family over there in Spring Creek near St. Francis on the Rosebud Res. And this is the Res Girls Report. How are you, Mary? I'm good. How are you, Alex? I'm very, very I'm good. Australia well, look, say hello to everyone in Australia. You're, you're coming to us live from the Res. Talk to... What would you like to say to Australia right now? Um, I don't know how you guys handle this heat. <laughs> it's been reaching triple digits here, like close to triple digits here lately. And I'm not, we, not digging it. Well, we handle the heat just as good as you guys handle the cold. Because those bl- <laughs> the, the, the blizzards and stuff that you guys get up to over there is crazy. Like, I've... I, 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 I've been over there when it's been wet, uh, not, uh, when it's winter, and let me tell you, like it gets really, really cold. <laughs> What's the t- so, so? So tell me, tell me the uh, Mary Jane story. Tell me, tell me who you are. Tell me about your life. Yes. So, so you're from the Rosebud Res, which is the home to the Sijanku. Is that, that how you pronounce it? The Sijanku band from the Lakota Sichangu? Nation. Sijanku. Yeah. See, yeah. I, my pronunciation is terrible. Sichangu. <laughs> well, we were saying Doomba it wrong when you first came over. <laughs> I know, right? It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. So, so you're the granddaughter of Mum Mary Sue. Mum Mary Sue was Mum Mary Sue Redbird, and she married uh, Walking Eagle, so she was Mum Mary Sue Walking Eagle. And and you're my brother yeah. Parker Bone Shorts uh, Shirt's daughter. Um, when I first met you, I think you yeah. were like you would have been fifteen or sixteen years old. And, and and you've certainly grown up o- o- over the years. How old are you now? And, and tell me, what are your aspirations and plans? I'm 22 years as of now. And my aspirations, right now we, well, I say we because it's not just me, but there's this project that I've been working on. Um, we haven't have, We haven't found a definite name for it yet, but for now we're calling it the Tomato Teepee Project. And with that, we are trying to bring awareness of diabetes, obesity, and um, the harm that um, all these um, junk foods can bring you and how they're affecting our people, our community. And we just hope to, how do I word it? Oh, well, we just hope to spread more awareness on those subjects and try to um, help people accommodate their lifestyles in a healthier way. Well, that's that's one thing that when when I first came over, I, I noticed it was a mirror image of what was happening on my reservation over here. You know, junk food. You know, Coca Cola, chips, chocolates, lollies, ice cream. Mm-hmm. It was part of the kids' diet mm-hmm. over there, and and I and you know I saw the same social problems and the same health problems at the Rosebud Res at Spring Creek and St. Francis and Mission that I was experiencing back home in Dumaji. Um, and and that really opened my eyes to I guess some of the battles we're having and 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 I guess the similarities between our, our two tribes. So you want to inspire young ones to what? Start eating healthy food. Start eating what? Ho- homegrown vegetables. 
So tell me about this program. So right now, our biggest commodity that we say is tomatoes, and that's what we're working towards. But we have other vegetables that we have, too. We have, like, the ground vegetables, squash, beets. Those are high on antioxidants, I believe, is the name for it. (laughs) Yeah. But um, our Tomato TV project, we have this concept in mind with um, to incorporate our culture in in this like little greenhouse setup with a teepee, and it's for the tomatoes. And um, wow. yeah, so you so you set up your your vegetable garden in a teepee. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. And um, w- well, we just we just want these people to have a better lifestyle, not just for now, for the generations to come, for the mothers, the elders, the children, everyone. Tell me about the shops, the, the shops there in Mission, because a lot of them sell pretty, you know, unhealthy food. I, I even seen greasy chicken food and stuff like that, and a lot of our people, oh, over yeah. there, I, I see them eat it, and I see the health results, you know, obesity, you know, overweight, and, and you know, uh, t- you know, uh, a bad teeth, I guess. You know, that's one of the other issues a lot of the kids over here have to get their teeth pulled out at like four and five years old. Yeah, I most most people go for those types of foods like the junk foods, the snacks, uh, the easy, quick heat up meals because they're a lot cheaper than the natural products like you know the vegetables, the herbs, the meat. They're way overpriced. Did did the Lakota and people? And with our sorry, what's that? I, I was going to say you, you keep keep going. Oh, with that. With that thought um, and this project, we don't plan to make this into a business. We want this to be more of a commodity for the people. So with our project, I have a business partner who is on the road right now currently making money um, to help with the supplies and the um, seeds and everything else to um, help the people get their own gardens going. How can, how can people in Australia help support this, this project? Well, right now we're barely taking off and um, we're recruiting more people by the day. And I, I say like two to three people, like within this month we have that are on board with this idea. And right now our partner is trying to make more money to get the supplies because we have this germination station for our tomatoes. And it's a whole process to, just to um, get them transferred from there onto our little TC that we have. And... <clears throat> Yeah, that's all we're looking for right now is just supplies. If anybody would like to help donate is there supplies a, or anything like a, that, or is there somewhere that people can donate funds to help you buy the supplies? Is there like a, a, a Facebook setup or a or a place that they could you know maybe donate some funds to to to, to help with your setup? Because it's it's summer over there now, yeah. It's, it's summer, so it's a perfect time to be growing vegetables. Yeah, we don't have a page or anything set up like that because we just started and we're trying to build a, a group of people that'll help grow because um, we want to have these people, have these harvesters help us with their growth. And for now, we were going to accommodate them with some harvest for their time and their patience with the project. And we were going to take these um, vegetables and like go to the farmer's market and um, whatever's left over, we wanted to like give to the elders, to the people that can't afford things and stuff like that. That's so awesome! Are, are you guys going to be growing vegetables for the Sundance season as well? 
Yeah, most definitely. Because I, I, I know last year, a lot of the Sundancers on Rosebud Reservation and Pine Ridge Reservation uh, got shut down due to the COVID laws and the COVID restrictions. Is, is, is that still an issue over there? And, and, and how big has COVID impacted the Rosebud Reservation? Well, it's really had a big impact on the people, I would say, because a lot of people are social. and um, But with the lockdowns, they really helped to keep the COVID from spreading as much as you would think, you know. Um, there hasn't been that much COVID rates on the reservation here because of the lockdown rules and stuff like that. The um, What do they call them again? The we had a curfew. We had curfew set in place whenever COVID first hit and stuff like that. So that really helped us. They had curfews on the and, res. Um, oh my god, that would have been so. Yeah. I can. I can only imagine <laughs> the native mob on the res and getting a curfew. Like nobody would have been playing that. They're like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't going home for you. Yeah, you move me. Try and move me and see what happens. <laughs> I can. I can imagine your dad getting told to go home at seven o'clock. Like, can you see Parker Bone Shirt going home at seven o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> So okay, everybody just on the back road. I know, right? <laughs> Doing the native style, getting getting at the back roads. So a lot of people <laughs> over in Australia probably don't know, uh, I guess, the location of the Rosebud Res. So let me just quickly put it into perspective for you. South Dakota is like right in the middle of America. The closest thing, the most famous landmark that's beside South Dakota is, I guess, Mount Rushmore. So the, you know the president's faces that were carved into the sacred Black Hills. That's where Mary is at the moment. They're only, and, and that is their sacred Black Hills where they do a lot of their spirituality, a lot of their uh, a spirit uh, vision quest, which is called Hamblacha. Is that how you pronounce it? Is that right? I, yeah, I believe so. Hamblacha, and then you got. Hamblacha? Uh, 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 yep. So that's, and, and I guess the closest huge city is, is Rapid City, and then the biggest city closer is probably Denver. Yeah, Denver down in Colorado. But so South Dakota. Is, is where the Lakota people went to live, um, uh, well, that's where their country is, but when, when I guess, <laughs> Sitting Bull, the famous, the famous Lakota leader, Sitting Bull and Crazy Horse, an American horse, fought against Custer back in the late 1800s, they created these two reservations. One is called Pine Ridge Res, which is known where Red Cloud went, I, I believe, and, and then Rosebud Res is famous for where the great Ogallala uh, war chief uh, Crazy Horse settled. Um, and, and that's kind of the history with the Sijanku, yeah? Um, and, and that's yeah. one of the bands. And I think uh, Crazy Horses, what his band was? Was it the, uh, no, Hung Papa was Sitting Bull. I'm getting confused here with the two. But I guess I'm trying to put it in perspective <laughs> for, for our Australian listeners and our other listeners. Is So Rosebud Reservation is famous for, that's where the great warrior, the great war chief uh, Crazy Horse went and settled. After the after the war, and then I think they took him over to some fort where he ended up uh, uh, losing his life. But also, um, you know, Pine Ridge was Red Cloud and Sitting Bull, um, so they were all part of this whole, I guess, movement to the reservation. Um, tell me, you growing up on the res, Mary, and, and seeing a lot of the social problems and social issues, how do you see our people coming out of this stuff? I, I know there's alcohol and drug abuse. So I, I know there's you know uh, unemployment rates are pretty high. How does the res, how do you see as a future, you're 22 years old, so how does the future look to you on the res? Mm, the future could, I think the future could be very different than what it is now. It just, it got to, it takes a lot of 
time and understanding and, you know, energy, motivation, the will to change to help people. And I, I, right I, now, I, I right think, now there's like, a, oh, go ahead, sorry. I, I was going to say, um, I think one of the things that really inspired me about you and your siblings is that you grew up around, you know, your grandma, who was a real spiritual leader and a ceremony woman that just had so much wisdom and power and grace about her. And, and, and I guess, you know, leading into where I, the question I just asked you, did you see anything that she passed on or that you lived through as a, as a child watching her that you could use moving forward for the res? How giving she was, how loving she was. She always had a big heart, even though she knew she shouldn't be, you know, like she, her whole, her kindness should have a limit. She never limited herself like that. She was always giving. I, I, she was she was that she was very kind and she had a lot of love and a lot of compassion for people. One thing that really inspired me was you know her deep knowledge of culture, her deep knowledge of ceremony, her deep and respect and knowledge about I guess the old ways and trying to marry it into the new ways, and her love for language. You know the fact that she kept the Lakota language going and she was a teacher at the at the um, how do you pronounce the college there the uh, uni the university Sente Glashka University Sente Glashka and to watch her teach <laughs> yeah. you know, even teaching you and I've seen her teaching little Willie when you know I remember coming when Willie was like one year old and stuff and she'd be teaching everybody the language in the house and that to me just was so inspiring and so powerful just to witness um yeah, I, I I just think that, you know, the way forward is making sure we hold on to our old ways, but at the same time marrying it into this new sort of Western world. So we, mm-hmm. we, let's let's do this. Let's look at how we set up a way that people can donate some money towards, I guess, um, what you're trying to achieve over there. So if anybody out there listening and would like to put some funds toward my niece, uh, you know, uh, Mary Jane's, uh, what's it called again? Teepee Garden? It's the Tomato TP Project. The Tomato TP Project. So the Tomato TP Project is their program they're doing for uh, over on the Rosebud Rays, growing vegetables to try and get the kids and even the elders, I guess, even the, just the people off the, the junk food they get from the shops and try and get them eating uh, healthy stuff. So we'll try and set up a Tomato TP page or something. Or maybe you can do this. You set up your Facebook page or something like that. We can find out how we can donate some funds towards uh, helping you with that project. How's that sound? Oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. Now, uh, one thing I want to ask you is, uh, and this was very close to my heart. I saw last week or only the other day, um, the great Lakota medicine man and leader and warrior, uncle Leonard Crow dog passed away. Um, and I know he's pretty close to our family and, and everyone over there at, um, at, at St. Francis and mission. And, you know, he had a lot of, I guess, relatives around there. How has the res reacted to the passing of the of the great um, medicine man, uh, Uncle Leonard? Well, it's never easy when someone leaves, and he was very he was a very influential person. So a lot of people came and they mourned for him. One of one of the most famous stories that I think your dad told me, because um, you know, the Crow Dogs Paradise is only down the road from Spring Creek and Old Spring Creek, and we went for a drive one day, and he goes. He said to me, he goes, yeah, see, that's Uncle Leonard Crow Dog's paradise. He has his Sundance every year. And he goes, um, Robert Redford comes and hangs out with him there at the, at the Sundance. Have you, did you ever see famous Hollywood stars there with him? I honestly, I haven't been to the Crow Dog's paradise myself. 
I, I don't think I've been there, but since I was a kid. <laughs> I, I just just for <laughs> just our just, <laughs> just for our listeners, uh, Leonard Crowdog was the medicine man for the AIM movement back in the seventies. So the AIM movement was the American Indian movement, and they took by force and armed with guns. They took back Wounded Knee in nineteen seventy three. I think it was seventy three or seventy four, and they actually had a standoff with the U.S. Army, and it was in those years when a famous actor called Marlon Brando turned down the Academy Award for Best Actor for the film Godfather in protest to standing with the Lakota people over at uh, Wounded Knee that year. And Uncle Leonard Crowdog was the medicine man that was leading that, along with Leonard Peltier, um, you know, Russell Means, the great warrior Russell Means, and Dennis Banks, all these amazing Lakota warriors that stood up for their people to take back Wounded Knee, because Wounded Knee is a place where, you know, a huge massacre happened on the Pine Ridge Res, and, and these warriors did that. So that's why I mentioned Leonard Crowdog because he was such an influential person on the Res, and everyone loved him, and, and everyone sort of took, I guess, wisdom from him and knowledge from him. And it was so, um, you know, humbling to even know that I was over there on the Res when he was around, and, and to see him pass pass away sort of, uh, I guess, you know, I can only I can only imagine him and, him and uh, your grandma, Mary, up there sitting around the campfire laughing and talking and telling jokes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Mum Mary Sue as well. Um, I mean, I mean, we, we lost Mum Mary Sue recently as well. Um, how's, uh, how are you coping with that and how is our family coping with, with Mum Mary Sue's passing back in November? Well, I can't say it gets easier, but you, you know, you learn to get by. And I remember I went to sweat after her passing and she told me to basically suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> she told me not to be crying and not to be sad whenever she goes. So, mm. <laughs> but yeah, we he was there with us. Anyways, when she was talking, she told us not to be crying and to be strong, and that um, I need to take her place. Not I need, but you know, I should mm. go take her take her place over in the Sundance Circle. That's awesome. And that's what I plan to do next month is Sundance, and I believe they said that it's eight days this year. We're gonna be dancing, not four. Really? You're going to be dancing for eight days this year? Yeah. Wow. That's Yeah. That's... I don't think I'll be dancing that long since I'm a, a newbie, but, you know, I'll be there. Hey, well, I was a newbie too. I mean, remember when I came over, I was fresh off the boat and, and, and gra- you know, your grandma, mom, she put me out there and made me dance for four days and I had sore legs for nearly two months later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was fun. That's yeah. that's awesome that they're going to let Sundance go go this year, and that it's going to be eight days. I think that's going to be beautiful. I really wish that the international travel was open. I mean, you know, my wife Amy and I would love to come over and see you guys and bring bring our little girls over, Dixie and Bella, to to, to meet all their family. Oh, cause, I know. Because <laughs> because I really I really well, want to see your little girls. They're so beautiful and. Well, I love seeing your little post about them. Yeah, well, it was Dixie's birthday yesterday. She turned five, and as you know, she's a Sundance. She's a Sundance baby, <laughs> a Sundance baby from 2015. So, you know, Mum Mary Sue. She's and, that and little blessing you were praying for. She was, and she certainly came to us. So, look, I'm going to let you go, my beautiful niece. Thank you for joining me here on Phoenix Rising, the Alec Dumbaji Chronicles. You're going to be giving us uh, a report, what, once a month or once a fortnight? How often do you reckon you can come on the show? Uh, yeah. We can 
once a month or what's once a fortnight? <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Let's 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 just kind of what, let it, what does that mean? Let let's let it flow, and when it happens, it happens. I mean, we, you know, you might want to do one once a week. We never know. Well, these phone calls, we can we can do an interview with you, and we can find out how you know the tomatoes are going in the teepee. Or once we get this page set up, we get some funds over these help. We can we can help support this great initiative to get vegetables into our native mob on the Rosebud Res. Yep, sounds good. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to say before I let you go? Well, I just wanted to add to this that um, this opportunity was given to me by our family friend, actually. His name is Fred McManus. And um, he was really good friends with my grandma for so long. Like, I, was, I wasn't even born, I believe, whenever they knew each other. And um, he's been with our family for so long. Like he used to always come over and help us with school supplies every August and stuff like that. And he came to me on whenever it was my grandma's funeral. And he came to me with this opportunity and told me that he sees me doing this. He's like, this is what my grandma, oh, what my grandma was talking about with him. But they never got around to it because she was, she got sick and then he ended up getting sick. And, you know, it was just bad timing. But he basically passed this on to me, so I see this as a gift for my grandma. So you're carrying on your grandma's That's something legacy. I really appreciate. Yeah. Well, Mary, you 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 are certainly a lot like your grandma, and and I really appreciate you coming on here. We're going to support you and and stay in contact with you to, uh, through this project and through other things as well. I want to watch and support you from afar through your first Sundance this year. Eight days. That's awesome. Um, so stay in contact with us. Yeah. Uh, Amy and I will try and help as much as we can from this end. Hey. Is there any cool songs from the res that we could play? I, I wanna, any cool songs? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Well, is there, is there any cool, like, native artists from the reservation, Lakota artists that you can recommend to me to play at the end of this interview? Ooh. Uh, What's a cool song? Buddy Red Bull. Bobby Red Bull. Red Bull. Red Bull, okay. Buddy Red Bull. Bobby Red Bull. Send me that track and we'll chuck it on no, straight up. No, Buddy Red Bull. <laughs> but, buddy. Hi, my name is Mary Jane from the Rosewood Reservation, and this is Buddy Red Bull, Indian Love Song. Awesome. Love ya. Take care. That was the Reds Girl with the Reds Report from Rosebud Reservation, South Dakota, the U.S. of A.
Don't shine. 